Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. K-Cups are still flying off the shelves. If you haven't already, if you're a Keurig owner, you need to get over to Strange Brew Coffee. They've got the K-Cups there. Or you can always shop online at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Speaking of shopping online, collegecornerstore.com. College Corner That's the place to get all the great maroon and white merchandise you need this holiday season. And, of course, there's two locations in the Jackson area, so if you're going to be, you know, this time of year, I don't know how, you know, it's, it's different now with online shopping, but it used to be this time of year, families in Mississippi went to the Jackson area to shop for Christmas, because that's where North the stores Park. Were. North Park. Dude, I, well, I used to love going to North Park Mall. I'm old enough that it was Metro Center. I, I remember the Metro Center. Back in the day. No, but, you know... It was the day after Christmas that we would go to North Park. Oh, yeah. You're taking advantage. Big Daddy, a smart shopper. It was actually Juji okay. that did that. But, uh, you know, I'll, we would go to, to Madison and mm-hmm. go stay with my cousins, and then the next day go to North well, Park. There you go. The mall well, was the place to be back in the day. Back in the day. Yep. Well, if you're going to be in the Jackson area, there's two locations to serve you. They're in Ringland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Show. But you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare, with Mississippi Roots. One thing I've been seeing from Humble Taco on Twitter, they like to run a wing special. Well, they've got some of the best wings in town. The Mexican smoked wings, that's a great appetizer, but you can make that into a meal real easy, and I would suggest doing it. Something, again, a unique, you know, everybody's had a smoked wing, but a Mexican smoked wing with the uh, the Mexican yum-yum sauce, I mean, that's just, you don't get that anywhere else. So, Humble Taco, I keep saying it, it's just different than any other Mexican restaurant you've ever been to. You're going to love it if you haven't tried it already. Firehouse Subs want to remind you that if you've got your uh, Christmas parties coming up, hey, a Firehouse Subs party platter will make you stand out. Makes everybody happy. Makes everybody wish you a Merry Christmas. And, of course, if you're just looking to grab lunch, they make it super easy. Just head on through, head on and make your order with the uh, with the Firehouse Subs app, which is a free download. You get your order quickly. It's done when you get there, and you're racking up reward points, so you're eating free sandwiches super quick. Get yourself in the Christmas spirit with a free sandwich. Why don't you? Get it from Firehouse Subs. Can you breathe now? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. At some point, I'm going to crash. It's coming. I don't know when that's going to be. It's coming. This is I the was one up day at 6 a.m. Yeah, that's, that, that is not, that's not, our that's time. not a thing for sports writers. That's not our time. Uh, yeah, so this is one of our tough days of the year. 
A lot of work happening, but we do it for you guys. Hope everybody enjoyed. A lot of great coverage I saw from Robbie. Hope everybody enjoyed what I was able to do today. Signing day is now. It's not really in the books because there's still names to come for Mississippi State, but for the most part, it is a done deal and Mississippi State signing class. Uh, for the first time in a long, long time, Robbie, no drama, no crazy surprises, just in, out, and done. 18 players have uh, signed and, and delivered their letter of intent. Four more uh, remain. We'll talk a little bit about them uh, in this thing, but Robbie, nothing happened for Mississippi State that wasn't good on Wednesday. You had the 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 negative things that happened, mm-hmm. the guys that you didn't get. You, we knew about that. Yeah, you know, last night, and you know, credit. I I give I give credit to Paul and Steve the most for being entrenched in recruiting all year, and um, you know, they they pretty much set the stage for every single person in the MSU fan base even into the media and that's no that's no shot at anybody else in the media but they're setting the stage for everybody you know what to expect mm-hmm. and those guys set the stage on signing day and when signing day morning hit there was not a single thing that happened that was negative for this fan base or that you know people would melt about that's that's always my thing going into signing day I just don't want to see the fan base melting. You know, that's just that that's my goal every signing day is I want Mississippi State fans to be happy. And it was just one thing after another. I mean, a couple of years ago, Joe Moorhead sealed up the entire signing class. Mm-hmm. They it, for the first time in a while there was nobody that somebody came in and stole or anything like that. You know, you had guys like Emmanuel Forbes and Tulu and guys like that that Ole Miss was after. But State sealed up that entire class, and that was the first time in a while that that had happened, mm-hmm. that you didn't have a, a you know a negative signing day. But this was the first time I can remember that State was just getting name after name coming in that you're winning big recruiting battles for. And I told you before we recorded – we're going to be we're going to give Mississippi State props when they deserve it. We're going to call them out when they when they deserve it as well. Absolutely. We're we're not going to be, you know, this you know, a couple of guys are just going to be negative Nancy's all the time. We're not going to be sunshine pumpers. Um and a lot of people have have said that we've been pretty negative over the last few weeks, but my response to that is we just talk about the facts that we have in front of our face. The facts that we have in front of our face on Wednesday afternoon is Mississippi State had some monster recruiting wins um, with against teams in the SEC that sometimes they don't they don't win outright you know and that, I mean I, I gotta I gotta give these guys props Darcel McBath absolutely deserves his props for getting to Carlos Nicholson we've been hard on cornerback recruiting we said he had to get. Carlos Nicholson, especially with Kamari Rogers um, not signing with Mississippi State, he went out there and got him. And anybody telling you that he didn't have uh, any part in that, they don't understand. They don't know because he he was a huge part of getting DeCarlos Nicholson. I thought that was big. Uh, Mason Miller getting Percy Lewis, huge. Jeff Phelps had a huge day. Man, what a day he had. Mm-hmm. He he's a guy that we don't talk about much, but. To go get Travion Williams, who I think could eventually be 
a guy that is the best player in the state that came out of this class mm-hmm. to go get him. Um, and I don't think people understand how badly Ole Miss wanted him and mm-hmm. was pushing for him to go get him to go get Calvin Dinkins when you miss out on um, Otis and to flip Jacarius Clayton. That was huge. Yeah. And I mean, it was just. We talked the other day also and just from the beginning to get a guy like Don Terry Russell. That's right. I and mean, we talked about the other day too about another thing I wanted to address was the Mississippi kids mm-hmm. and kids going out of state. Every single one of these guys were Mississippi kids. Mm-hmm. And Mike Leach said it in his presser today. That is where they're going to be grounded. That's where they want to start and then branch out from there. And that's you look at the class, it's it's uh heavy Mississippi and then you have guys coming from all over the place. But they did great work inside the state of Mississippi, and they deserve their props for that. Yeah. Uh, class rated, just depending on where you look, but the 24-7 composite has them currently at 22. Um, and like we said, ESPN's killing them on that, by the way. Yeah, they're, 15, they're 15 in rivals, and they're 17 in 247. So ESPN is like 27 or something. Oof. And I look at, you know, ESPN's got Travion Williams, a, a, a 78 three-star. ESPN is the worst. Terrible. They're I, terrible. I, I know 24-7, probably, they're probably a little bla- bad blood with Shannon Terry, but I would think 24-7 is probably soon going to say ESPN out on 3N. Yeah, and I don't think there's any bad blood. I just think they don't their database isn't even ready it's not good you know uh, well i'm talking about, oh, talking about on 3 okay yeah they don't even have profiles for everybody there. but they're the, getting there um you know i trust i trust uh, a lot of people that are working there now and eventually you you got to put them in there and i would i would just eliminate espn i would too i mean i've 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 said it all the time i've never seen an espn analyst in the state of mississippi at a camp right you never at will. the miss al game yeah. never seen it um the thing I liked, I liked seeing the average star rating at 87, basically 87.5. Last year was 86.1. So, I mean, that, that's improvement. That, and, you know, you got a couple of guys here that, you know, I'm not saying they're dragging it down, but Calvin Dinkins is better than an 85.1. Or an 85, basically. That's just not doing your homework. Yeah. And, and in fairness, I, I think it needs to be said that he doesn't have a whole lot of film out there from this year. Right. But sometimes you just have to look at a kid's offer sheet. Who's going after him? Yeah, we know that. Well, we know that Dave Aranda, So you're not. You're not. You know. And the only reason he's there is because we just. Uh, right. I, Gabe Brooks gave him a, a little bit of a bump. Yeah, Jackson LaHue the same way. He's 86, but this is a kid who was committed to Virginia Tech. Yeah, we just don't have. We don't have that much tape on Dinkins. Yeah, but that's another kid. I mean, I I thought that was a huge steal for Mississippi State to get him to sign early. Mm-hmm. Because that's a player that you know, Would have no question, gotten offers. I think Alabama, yeah. Alabama's been sniffing around. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be an NFL guy. I, I mean, well, I just a, that's a big prediction now. I see. I think him and uh, Travion Williams will be NFL guys. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if well, they weren't. You mentioned one of them, but the two biggest signees, not only just of the day, but I think of the class, DeCarlos Nicholson and Percy Lewis. State needed those guys. Straight up needed to get them. The class, no matter what else happened, if you didn't get both of those guys, you could you could say this class did not get the job done. They got them both. And like you said, that's a credit to Mason Miller. That's a credit to uh, Darcel McBath and the state's recruiting staff. Those kids are going to have an opportunity to come in in the spring and compete for starting jobs. No doubt. that you know that the, I thought the day – Hinged on those guys. Mm-hmm. Felt good about Trevion Williams. Mm-hmm. 
I felt good about Dinkins, Avery Sledge, but at the end of the day, you know, State had to have Percy Lewis and DeCarlos Nicholson. I mean, there was no way around it. They had, they didn't really have anybody in their back pocket at that position mm-hmm. that you felt really good about. Mm-hmm. You know, you you did need a, a guy like Travion Williams, a difference maker that's a pass rusher, but you know, you could go get somebody in the portal or something if you missed on him. Mm-hmm. And, and defensive tackle is okay too, moving forward. But had to have a tackle, a guy that can come in and compete right away, mm-hmm. and that's what he does. Uh, Percy Lewis, and then DeCarlos Nicholson, same thing with Martin Emerson on the way out. You need somebody to step in there and compete. Now, if you go out and you can go get Marcus Banks now, and you can go get a transfer portal tackle, mm-hmm. this is a great class. Right, that's where they got to. They've got to go. They've got to go after yeah. those guys and see what they can do. Uh, linebacker was a, was a need in this class. You signed three of those, two of them from Mississippi, and then Gilmore is a guy, another guy that just he feels underrated. Yeah, no, I think he and Khalid Moore have have a, a you know their best days ahead of them. Gilmore, the interesting thing about him, I think he was playing so much everywhere else. Mm-hmm. It was hard for evaluators to really nail down what he can be at linebacker. Mm-hmm. But what Mississippi State sees is a versatile guy that has played defensive back. He's played even with his hand on the ground. He's played linebacker. He's played on the offensive side of the ball. And Zach Arnett loves that. 6'4", 200, long guy, athletic. Has a frame that you can really put some some muscle, some more muscle on him. And he can be just, you know, I, I don't really know who to compare him to. Benardrick McKinney, maybe, type? Oh, now. I mean, would that, was that fit? 6'4", 200? It does, but I mean, McKinney Long, was a superior athlete. We, I, I got yeah. to see this guy play. No, I mean, I don't know from an athletic standpoint where he projects um, in that regard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, McKinney was like that. They they played him at quarterback. He was a long guy. From a from a physical stature standpoint, that's who he kind of reminds me of, mm-hmm. I think. I um, from a physical standpoint, nobody more impressive to me than DeCarlos Nicholson, a 6'3", 200-pound corner. And that, that seems to be McBath's What's a, He wants guy. Big, bigger corners, yeah. You know, he wasn't even – they weren't even really talking that much to Hartzog, the kid from Jefferson Davis right. that committed in Nebraska, which I thought was a really good player. But five ten, five eleven, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that doesn't seem to be Darcel McBass kind of guy. This looks, you know, same thing. Uh, Forbes, for, uh... Forbes, Emerson, guys like that that can that they can really you know defend a, a, a pass down the field. I think he likes that. Yeah. And I think Nicholson's another guy that I think is his best days are ahead of him. He just moved just started to playing corner defensive yeah. back. He's yeah. just such a great athlete that you know you you can kind of project where he's going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's uh, he's he's still got so much more potential. I I don't even know where to really project him. I think the recruit nobody's talking about that might you might have the most impressive offer sheet of anybody in this class is Lucas Taylor. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who flipped from LSU, offers from Auburn, from Florida. I mean, this is a guy as a SEC programs wanted this guy, and he just committed to Mississippi State and shut it down from there. He he, I don't know what it was about Mississippi State he liked. I don't know if it was a relationship with Mason Miller or what, 
But he wanted – talk about wanting to be a Bulldog. That was him. Yeah, and I think he just committed so early and was just kind of sliding under the radar. You didn't see any stats from him because he's an offensive lineman. I think people just forget that he exists. But I look at some of these guys like Lucas Taylor and uh, Jackson LaHue. It's a different kind of lineman that you haven't had in a while. Mm-hmm. A guy that you know kind of has that Cole Smith attitude, that mm-hmm. um, Dylan Day type mean streak out there it's going to be interesting to see them in this offense and kind of you know this this the linemen that mason miller's bringing in right now are just massive yeah percy lewis 6'8 360 uh lucas taylor 6'5 310 then you look you know jackson lahue looks like a grown man 6'5 285 is what he's listed as jackson cannon 6'5 310 mm-hmm and you know you're probably going to get a portal guy so we're starting to see we're starting to see a little different looking offensive line than than what has been there for Mississippi State in the past few years I got a question for you. Let's let's do the uh, the ads first, and let's move on into the second half of the show. Let's talk to our good friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. This holiday season, put beef on the Christmas table. Don't leave Santa milk and cookies. Leave him a hamburger first off. Ooh, he'll be he'll be appreciative of that. But a steak burger. Ooh, Sunday morning. Sun, oh, not Sunday. Sorry, Christmas morning. A whole beef tenderloin, a whole prime rib, a whole ribeye. That's the kind of holiday meal I'm talking about. So when you when you do that, not only are you giving yourself and your family a Merry Christmas, you're giving a Merry Christmas to 15,000 beef providers here in our state, helping do over a half billion dollars worth of agriculture business in Mississippi alone. So head to the grocery store, pick up a giant cut of beef, and treat your family to that this holiday season. Beef, it's what's for Christmas dinner. Thanks from our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's where you go to find smoked southern soul food. Not just barbecue at Two Brothers. It's just so much more. It's such a great place to hang out. There's no better location. There's People there are great. You always have a good time. And the food is just top notch. Next time you're looking for something different or something that you know and love, they've got them both at Two Brothers Barbecue. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. They make it a really simple for you at Advantage Business Systems. It simply can't get easier than a great selection of products and services that your business needs, and every product and service, every sale backed up with real customer service. Not the kind of customer service where they just give you the 800 number and they say, hey, call us if you got any problems and we might can get out to you next week. No, no, the kind of customer service is like, we'll be there to fix this for you. You don't have to worry about it. That's what we're talking about. And that's what you get when you deal with Advantage Business Systems because they're your neighbor. They're Mississippi just like you. Call them today. Find out how they can help you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. So I said Lucas Taylor is sort of my underlooked, overlooked guy in this, you know. Who who's yours? Who's the guy that nobody's talking about that Robbie Falk really likes in this class? Um would Dinkins fit that mold? It could. Go ahead. I mean that's been my dude mm-hmm. since I've since Mississippi State offered him. I mean squat he squatted six hundred the other day like it was a toothpick on his shoulder. Did you see that? I mean that was I mean, insane. I, I do I rep three fifty every day. Every time I get out of a chair. I know. I'm getting up. I, I got about 250 now. No, I'm not at 250. I'm You're not at 250. No way. 215. Okay. But, I mean, he just, it just feels like another one of those 
great Mississippi defensive lineman that went under the radar, except for he was so far under the radar, he didn't get to the point, you know, like with Chris Jones or somebody like that, that, you know, eventually he blew up. But he would have been like that, I think, had he not signed on Wednesday. That's how big I think that signing was. Because I think everybody in the country that wanted a defensive tackle would have been offering him in the second signing period. I don't know what I don't know if uh, Alabama would have needed a, a nose tackle at that point, but mm-hmm. I feel certain that they really wanted to have that option available. I know Florida did as well. So I mean, I I just, I just think that that dude's going to have a great career, and I, I think he can have sort of a sort of you know sort of how Cam Young is and how nobody's really talking about him on signing day, but he's become a really solid player. But I think this guy is more dynamic than Cam Young. Yeah, so, I, I mean, he's my guy. Um, I'm trying to think. Anybody, I mean, we're, we don't talk about Braden Locke that much. Right. A guy that set the state record it's, in his classification it's for It's tough passing. to talk about Braden Locke knowing that he's probably not going to see the field until 2024. I mean, just uh, like Will Rogers has that on lock, you know, no, no, no pun intended. Who's the guy that makes – well, that's sort of the opposite of this question. Who's the guy that makes the the biggest impact next season in this class? you got to go with either Percy Lewis or Nicholson, right? I mean – Yeah, I guess I mean of the high school guys. Of the high school guys? I could see Travion Williams really? getting on the field playing early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the offensive guys, we haven't really seen – well, I guess we had the first year, but there's not really a need for any of those guys to get on the field for Michael East to, to play him. So I'm not I'm not going to make any predictions for those guys on offense to get on the field. I think it's going to be defensive guys. But, you know, I would say a guy like Javay Gilmore or Travion Williams, maybe even uh, Dinkins. Because you know Dinkins is going to be close to ready in the weight room. Yeah. I mean, he's already a big, solid kid. So, my guys, I, I went the opposite of you on this. You went one guy has what hasn't been announced yet, but either Marquez Dortch or Xavion uh, Thomas, because of the speed they're going to provide Mississippi State. Yeah. Uh, I think that they are going to you know, picture a, a, a set. Who, I'm trying to think who the fourth guy would be in this. Maybe, maybe uh, I don't know. In the slot? Maybe Teddy Knox. See, a, a set with Teddy Knox, Tulu Griffin, Xavion Thomas, and Marquez Dortch. Just all out there at the same time. Yeah. that's a, That speeds like State's never had. So I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with these receivers because you have you got a lot. big body guys. You have slot guys that are playing on the outside. Dortch is going to be a, a X. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be an outside guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean – it's just going to be fascinating to see mm-hmm. how they pick and choose who plays where and who's on the field when. Like, if Malik Heath stays for yeah. another year, yeah. if you know they get a, an impact guy like they're going to have the guy from FIU, they can do line changes like hockey. Th- this is the most talent they have ever had ever. a receiver. It's not even close. It's it's not even close, and it's just the beginning. I think. I, 
we, we've talked about this before, but Mike Leach has never been able to pull this kind of talent. No, you're right. And I get it. You know, State's going to be ninth or 10th in the SEC in recruiting. I get that. But the key is staying in that range of, you know, 18 to 25. If you're recruiting at that level and you have that kind of talent, coupled with the fact that Mike Leach is a great developer, he's got good coaches on his staff that can develop the talent, you can compete with the top half of this league. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have Alabama talent at Mississippi State to compete with LSU and Texas A&M and Auburn and teams like that. It's going to be tough to beat Alabama on a regular basis, but I just think seeing this offense with – four stars on it Mm -hmm. and a really solid offensive line and a really good quarterback is going to be really fun and I you know I I just I don't I don't think it's slowing down anytime soon I mean Michael Leach is now going to have some really good toys out there to to put on the field another first year guy to watch is Dakota Jordan he could get some at bats yeah and, and really you know we'll see what happens there um which by the way I I'd you know let's talk about these four guys here the 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 the, the guys not, that haven't the signed. commits right so we'll start with R J Moss Paul Jones reported that some academic concerns with him and they're just going to let it wait until February just to make sure he's got everything straightened out right because mm-hmm. you have with the, the the old days of non qualifiers and okay well he signed but it'll go to JUCO you lose that scholarship if he signs yep. so you have to be sure that's going to happen with Xavier, Dakota Jordan. You have to, same thing. He could sign, and then if he gets drafted by MLB, you still lose that spot. Even though he's not on campus anymore, he's gone. You lose the spot. So he's going to wait out for the MLB draft. And then Xavion Thomas and Caden Pope are both going to delay their announcements, but there's nothing to worry about. And if you, if you can't read between the lines, well, then I'm just sorry. Yeah, I'm sure people are still going to, They're going to freak ask out. that question. They're going to freak out. Okay, we can't go any further without talking about Jacarius Clayton. What a nice symmetry to the class, by the way. Jacarius Clayton was the first commitment to this class back in 2019. He committed to Joe Moorhead as a sophomore in high school. Yep. Flips last summer to Ole Miss, and now as a Mississippi State Bulldog. With Dorch, the reason for the flip was sort of public, right? He wanted to play receiver. Ole Miss wanted to keep him at DB. What's the reasoning behind Clayton wanting to come back to Mississippi State? I just think he fits well here, and you know, I, the state's a little more direct in that they want him to play defensive line, and I, th- I think he's always loved Mississippi State. He grew up a Mississippi State kid. I think some of his family's Mississippi State people, and it, it really is interesting. And the Ole Miss people should, probably should have picked up on this last week, and just how interested that he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't tell any of their staff that he went up there for a visit. Right. There was some. Things said that you know he followed some people up there for the missile game. That di- that wasn't the truth, and you know it was obvious that he was not telling them the truth. He was kind of telling the media and the coaches what they wanted to hear, mm-hmm. and you know we were hearing different things behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So I, I still was not confident in Mississippi State getting him right. on signing day. Be? How can you be? But there was some heavy, heavy smoke on Wednesday morning. And then by a certain point, we were hearing that it was a done deal. Yeah. Well, I, I was watching Crystal Balls. So Paul and uh, Steve both went with theirs around noonish, I think. Yeah. And then maybe an hour or so later, David Johnson had his flipped, and he flipped it to lock. 
10. to Mississippi State. Absolute. Which means it, he knew. if people do if people do ten, mm-hmm. it almost it almost always means that they've signed. Yeah. You don't do a ten unless well, one you know guy did for a 10 back hey. in the summer. Well, yeah, for a commitment, but yeah, you know, he like ended a, up being wrong. Oh, was it? Uh, did it's he rhyme a, with fancy? I don't know. Sword? I don't need more than that. Okay. I, I know what I told you. Oh, okay. So, um, who's the one that got away in this class for you? Is it Kamari Rogers? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm not even so. I'm not even really concerned about Stone Blanton. I yeah. Mean, and I'm not I'm not trying to diss him as a player. Well, you got I just, three good linebackers. You don't really need that, but you you could have used some more help at cornerback, and mm-hmm. uh, you know we'll see how his career transpires. But it just made sense for him at Mississippi State, and he was just convinced he wanted to go to Miami. So I mean, who am I to tell him that he's wrong to make that kind of decision for himself? Jackson State, man, they did another thing. What they do? They got a uh, commitment from or a transfer commitment from Miami. A kid was a high four star coming out of uh, high school. Mark Pope. Do you remember him? Yeah, I do remember him. Yeah, I think he took took Miami over Florida back in the day. <laughs> and he's going. He's going. Let's talk a little bit about that real quick because you know you and I we, we we you know we I love a good story. Yeah. And you know we as you might guess Robbie and I are in a group text, and when that started dropping, we, we the, the general consensus was what. And then it happened. I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was reading. From a local, from a, from an MSU perspective, is there a worry now that Dion could come in and maybe flip one of your guys? I mean, you or, got to be. Or is it going to just be this kid being the number one player to be able to make that kind of splash? But Dion really wouldn't care about some mid four star kid. I mean, I guess he would take him though because you get the talent. But it is kind of weird that you haven't really seen them in the mix for. A ton of Mississippi kids that State and Ole Miss are recruiting. Yeah, because you know last year they got all these transfers from you know, Florida State and places like that, mm-hmm. and this year they go after the kid from Florida State, number one player in the country. Yeah, so I, it's really kind of weird that you haven't really seen them. Especially like like State got done Terry Russell Jackson kid. Yeah, why are you not why are you not pushing for him? I wonder. You know, I don't I don't know. I just. Does he not want to upset the apple cart in Mississippi? That that that's that's a legit concern because if you go after State and Ole Miss, they're going to go after you. Yeah, and they and have, they, they and have they, the means to do that. That and they will they will try to find dirt on you probably mm-hmm. to to get you on probation or Can something. You imagine a united Mississippi State Ole Miss front against Jackson State. That'd be interesting. Yeah, and I mean like the NCAA is there's no power in Jackson State like he right. might be at Alabama or something like right, that. Right, so right. I mean yeah, they they would run rampant. Over the and state. I don't think they're going to have the um, something to talk about. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have the the legal department to yeah. deal with that but this stuff with the uh name image and likeness stuff that they, they need to be careful it's, it's going to be an interesting because uh, if it has any, if it has anything to do with here. jackson state yeah being a part of it or mm-hmm. or dion then that they're in trouble they're in bad trouble um just because of the rules in mississippi how about uh, austin davis is the new offensive coordinator at Auburn? yeah I guess NFL I completely I completely missed that. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was. A big, I didn't big even know it was there. OC. Yeah, yeah, that was a big story there. Um, oh, I forgot where I was going. Dang, I had a a, a question for you too. How dare you? Um, I know, I know, right? It, it it happens from time to time. Oh, okay, yeah. So looking at how this class, you know, 
going into February now. Obviously, you mentioned a couple of the transfers. Uh, Marcus Banks is a big one for State. Tyrese Chambers is one they would like to get in. The wide receiver from Florida International. On the high school perspective, feels like the top guy left on the board there is A.J. Allen, the uh, running back out of Louisiana, who somebody made a really good point about this. You know, he, uh, He's committed to TCU, but he's still struggling with that decision. That's good for Mississippi State because he's committed to TCU, yeah. but he's struggling with the decision. It sounds like TCU's not counting on him. My my concern here for, for State. Mississippi State is if this drags into February and you're having to compete with a lot of teams that are looking for a running back. That's that that would be a, a situation, especially because, in Louisiana. LSU yeah. could easily throw him an offer. That that's what you have to deal with now with the second signing period. Is now people are looking for the leftovers mm-hmm. and players that might not be. Alabama or LSU caliber, they still got to go get somebody, and they they might go after them. Mm-hmm. You know what might be working in the state's favor is somebody might be looking for a running back in the portal mm-hmm. instead. Like you know, Tank Bigsby's still out there. No, is he gone? No, he uh, he's going back to Auburn. Really? Yeah. Okay. Those people, they can't remember so, up their minds. Those Auburn people. Somebody must have uh, helped him. Well, he got a new out. deck, a lot of yellow wood. There you go. So. All in all for Mississippi State, for the first time in quite a long time, a really positive signing day. No surprises. The only good surprise, the only surprises were good surprises uh, for the Bulldogs. They landed the guys they needed to land. This is a very solid class from top to bottom, and it's just going to continue to improve with the guys they bring in in the portal. I assume we'll start seeing some real action there and start seeing some names uh, for the, of the potential left tackle, yeah. uh, potential kicker. And so on and so forth. Those games are going to start popping up because you got to get them. You know, you want to get them enrolled. You got to get them in here for the spring semester. They can be here for spring practice. So those names will start coming uh, in the fast and furious way very, very soon. All right, let's end the day. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Uh, tomorrow's show. You know what? I don't really even know, but we'll have a show. We'll put it that way. Uh, well, I guess we can talk about the leftovers of the class or something. Talk or, about some of that. I mean, we, you know, State did play basketball. Uh, Tuesday night, and uh, we will also have a game uh, Friday night, so we can maybe look look a little bit ahead. I guess that's yeah, we can do that on uh, on tomorrow's show. We'll talk a little basketball plus some other stuff. All right, guys, have a great week. Uh, sorry, have a great uh, Thursday. Back with you on Friday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.